Welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Minister Diane Walker comes with a power-packed message entitled, Thanksgiving Equals Thankful Living. Get your pen and your pad ready, and let's go into the worship center and hear what God has for us today. So today, um, I will not be before you very long, but today I want to talk about Thanksgiving equals thankful living. Thanksgiving equals thankful living. You know, Pastor Gregory gave a um, charge. He's given a charge over the last couple weeks. But last week he gave a charge that really resonated with me. He said, I want you to begin to thank God for the specific things that he has done. And I think he went as far as say, write it down, make a list. He started naming the, some of the things. He was thankful for Pastor Trish, for his children, and some other things that God is blessed with. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go home and I'm going to do that. Because God has been too good for me not to do that. So I'm going to go home and pray and begin to make a list and thank God and include it, incorporate it in my daily devotional. So I'm going to give you a list today of about eight things that I think that I know that I'm thankful for, and I hope it resonates with you today. Amen? Amen. Foundation scripture can be found in Psalms 100, verses 1 through 5 from the, Passion, from the Passion Translation. And it reads, Lift up a great shout of joy to Yahweh. Listen, I was at a concert last week. And they sounded a whole lot better than y'all did. They were shouting, they were dancing, so we're going to try this again. Oh, <laughs> he said, which concert? It was Kirk Franklin. It was a Christian concert. <laughs> <laughs> Lift up a great shout of joy to Yahweh. That's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and do it. Everyone, everywhere. Worship Yahweh with gladness. Sing your way into his presence with joy and realize what it, this really means. We have the privilege of worshiping Yahweh our God, for he is our creator and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. Check that out. We're his pleasure. This is in scripture. You can pass through his open gates with a password of praise. Come right into the, his presence with thanksgiving. Come bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you. And he is famous for his faithfulness toward all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted for he keeps his promises to every generation. Amen. Didn't we just sing that a little bit earlier? Point number one, I thank God for God's love and Jesus' sacrifice. John 3.16 from the Amplified, and it says, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave, and I'm reading from the Amplified, his only, his one and only begotten son, so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish, but have eternal life. We know that scripture, very familiar. Go to Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8 
again from the Amplified. And this is really good news. While we were still helpless, powerless to provide for our salvation, at the right time, Christ died as a substitute for the ungodly. And I would say that's all of us, amen? amen. Now, it is an extraordinary thing for one to willingly give his life even for an upright man, though perhaps for a good man, one who is noble and selfless and worthy. Someone might even dare to die, but God clearly shows and proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Knowing what we would do, yet he died. So, I want to say to you, for those of you who think you're not good enough, those who say you're not worthy, those with low self-esteem, stop it right now. Stop it right now. We just read, did we not? Did we not just read what he did for us? He showed us that we were worthy in spite of our sin, in spite of our mess, in spite of us. And guess what? He still said yes. yes. He still said yes. God said, yes, you are still worthy of my son dying on the cross. Think about it for a minute. He said yes to his son being put to death for you and for me. So that unworthiness, that low self-esteem should never come out of your mouth. It's as if he died in vain when you feel like that. He paid the price. He prayed, paid the cost for you and me because of his love. What manner of love is this? Think about it. We're going to think about it today. And we're going to be thankful specifically for specific things. Yeah, we thank him for the food on our table, clothes on our back, but God is so bigger than that. He is so much more than that. Point number two, I thank him for his grace and mercy. We sang some of that today too. I don't know about you, but I need grace and mercy every second of the day. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 from the New Living Translation or the NLT. And it says, Therefore, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence and without fear. So that we may receive mercy for our failures to find his amazing grace to help in time of need and appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. God is always pursuing us, even when we least deserve it. Pursue means to overtake us, but that's not all. God's mercy does not provide only for us to have a way out, but it's all about God making his way in. Into what, Diane? Into you and me. Into every area of our life. Into every situation, every circumstance good, bad. He's there for us. He sacrificed his son for us. That should be enough right there. A perfect God, a perfect Jesus died for imperfect people. Point number three, and this is one of the ones that I'm, ooh, I'm so thankful for. He calls us his friends. 
By the way, before I go any further, remember the notes are in the Bible app. So you can follow along with the notes in the Bible app, version Bible app, here and online. Point number three, he calls us friends. Go to John 15, verse 13 from 15, verse 13 through 15, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And it says, Greater love has no one than this, than to, da- to lay down one's life for his friend. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. Jesus ascended back up to heaven, seated at the right-hand throne of God, but he did not leave us helpless. We're going to get to the Holy Spirit in a minute, but think about it. Almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present God at all times calls you and me friend. Creator of existence. We ought to be turning flips up in here by now. He calls you and me friend. Friend, when you got a friend, what do you do? You talk to them, you go out with them, you dine with them, you have a relationship with them. So let me ask you this. When was the last time you hung out with your friend Jesus? When was the last time you hung out with him? When was the last time you talked to him? When was the last time you let him talk to you and you didn't say nothing? When was the last time you listened and obeyed? When was the last time you just wanted to be with him? That's a friend. He laid down his life. I don't have many friends that'll do that. I don't have no friends that's going to lay down their life for me. They'd be like, I love you, but I'm out. I ain't doing it. A perfect God calls us friend. In this context, he was saying that we are no longer servants, but his personal representatives here on the earth in full partnership with him to do the works that he did. Almighty God created existence with, one translation said his fingers, and then another said his hands. He took his fingers in his hands and created. Think about that. And you can't think about it with our natural mind because our natural mind is finite. Think about it with your supernatural mind by the Holy Spirit. This is beyond, I don't know about you, maybe y'all knew all this, maybe you experienced all this, maybe you good, but for me, this is beyond my little puny mind and my thoughts. God Almighty says we here's friends? So I'm going to ask you, when the last time you hung out with him, if you have not, when you going to start hanging out with him? Yes. 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 Selah, pause and think on that. Because I had to think on it for a minute. I really had to think on it. And I've been missing out on a lot of stuff that God has for me. 
and has, and y'all too, has for you. Because we just zip through stuff. We skip through the word, if we even read the word. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Point number four. I am thankful that he promised us eternal life. Refer back to John 3, 16. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his only begotten son, his one and only begotten son, so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Death is not the end for us. Death is not the end for us. To be honest, this is just Diane saying, it's only the beginning. Because we go home to be with the Lord in heaven. Again, my finite, my, my finite mind cannot comprehend this. So it's going to take me a minute. Y'all got it, but I don't have it yet. So it's going to take me a minute to get this. What is heaven? The definition of heaven is the air, cloud, sky, expanse, stars, and the planet on which God dwells. We get to live with the great God forever. He said, I will set up a new heaven and a new earth. And he said in the middle of that, there is a river. The apostle John said in Revelation, there's a river that flows through where the water is like crystal. When the last time you looked through a crystal and it was cloudy? This is not a fable. This is not a fairy tale. This is the Word of God, and this is real, y'all. It's like crystal. I've seen partially clear water where you could maybe see the fish, but it was still cloudy. There are also, in heaven, there's a tree that produces. One tree produces a different fruit each month. Didn't know that, did you? I didn't either. Until I did my research and studied and went, and guess what I did? I went to the Word. I read. Yes. 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 A different fruit coming from one tree every month. No longer will there be a curse on anything anymore. We will have new bodies, no sickness, no disease. And I pray with those new bodies that we don't have any extra fat. I pray that we're lean, mean body machines in heaven. <laughs> the word also says we will reign with Jesus forever and ever. Do you know what reign means? How many of you know what reign, R-E-I-G-N means? It means to rule like a king. Now, I don't know about you. I can only equate to what it might be like here on earth. And there are different kings and queens that rule different nations. And do you see how they live in? So why I would dare to say, if we're going to be kings in heaven, we're going to reign in heaven, and they living like this here on earth, what you think we're going to be living like in heaven? But we don't have to wait till we get to heaven. We can do it right here on earth. Think about that. Y'all looking at me like I got 10 heads. We 
we don't know this. Maybe you're looking at me because you didn't know this before. But we don't know it because guess what? It's in the Word. But we don't do what? We don't read the Word. We read social media. We read the telephone. We read the TV. We read everything but this which gives us life. I pray, Father, right now that you expand our capacity, open our minds to the life you have planned for us so that we begin to live our lives purposeful, meaningful, and pleasing to you. In Jesus' name, I receive that, and I hope you receive that too. Because our minds need to be expanded. Somebody said it earlier, we're focused right in here. And there's a whole, whole, whole world that God has planned for us outside of here. And the old folks used to tell us, you can't see the forest for the trees. You can't see any further because you're looking right here. From your own natural experiences, not from God's word and his promises. Let me move on. Point number five, I am thankful for godly wisdom through the Holy Spirit. That Holy Ghost, like we used to say it. John chapter 14, verse 16 and 17 from the Amplified. And it says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby to be with you forever. Verse 17 says, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take to his heart because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he, Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. Amen. Do you know we have everything we need right now? Amen. We're praying for stuff that we already have. And you know why we're praying for stuff we already have? Because we don't know we have it. It says, Holy Spirit is our comforter, advocate. The Greek for advocate is parakletos. Guess what it means? One call to the side of another for help and counsel. Did you hear that? In another chapter, in another uh, book, 1 John 2, it says an advocate refers to a lawyer. A lawyer. What do you need help with today? Do you need to be comforted? Do you need to be strengthened? Do you need a lawyer? Do you need to be counseled? What do you need from God today? He has it for you. You don't have to go to the government. You don't have to go to your, your current spouse, your ex-spouse. You don't have to come to the, me. You don't have to come to the church. All you got to do is call on Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he is more than enough. He is everything that you will ever need. Yeah. He said he's your help here on this earth. That was revelation for me again because I don't read like I should. He says I'm your helper here on earth. Yes. You are never without help or aid. Right. No, nobody in here. Never alone. Holy Spirit is living in you continually, which means 24-7, 365. He never stops. 
But the problem is we stop. We stop. We quit on God. We quit on the Holy Spirit. We don't want to hear it. We don't understand it. We equate Holy Spirit with our earthly experience, which is not the case. Supernatural, spiritual. You know what? God has made so many provisions for us, and yet we don't even know about it. He's made so many provisions, but we live in like we live. I'm not going to expound on that, but you think about that. Everything he's provided and given us, and yet we live like we live. Why? We are looking for answers in all the wrong places. We should be running to him. You ain't even got to run to him. All you got to do is say, Holy Spirit, help me. There have been times in my office, because you know I'm of the more mature persuasion, <laughs> that some of this social media and internet stuff, I don't know. But every time I ask Holy Spirit to help me, he helps me. And it don't take long for me to figure it out. Holy Spirit will help you in your marriage. Especially ladies, he will tell you when to shut up. Let's be real, because we want to have the last word. He will tell you to shut up, and if you shut up, it might just save your marriage. Let's just be real, y'all. It's time now for all this other stuff we're doing. Let's just be real and get it real. Holy Spirit will tell you men, don't go out with your homeboy who ain't married tonight. But here's the thing, we know we just want to do what we want to do. Because grown folks want to do what grown folks want to do. Holy Spirit is here to help in whatever situation, whatever circumstance. He is here. Ask Holy Spirit. I can't stress this enough because it was so stressed to me. He said, you ain't been asking. You ain't been saying. You ain't been reading. You just been doing Diane. And guess what? I get Diane's re results, which is always jacked up. But I know y'all don't do that. I know none of y'all have that, just me. It's always jacked up. And I was, as I was studying this, it came to me that we are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We must begin to read and know God's word, then we can apply it to our lives. That was such an eye-opener for me. And as I stated earlier, I've been missing out so much on God. Do you receive God's word and are you taking it literally just like he's talking to you? Are we doing that? Are we taking it as if he's our friend and he's talking to us as his friend? He loves us. He always has and he always will. His promises and he are faithful. What he did for us, for me. This is the life he wants us to live. So if we're not living that life, we got to make some adjustments. Because he's perfect in all his ways. So if life ain't right right now, your responsibility to get it right. 
whatever the situation. He loves you. He's not judging you. He's not condemning you. He sent his son to save you. But the choice is yours. I've said before you what? Life and death, blessings and curses, choose which one? So that you'll live. I think it said you and your seed will live. That means your children, your children's children, generations, every generation. Okay, let me move on. Point number six. I thank God that he is trustworthy. These are just some of the things that came to my mind as I was asking the Lord to reveal to me what to be thankful for. And I hope again, I stress again, that you will go home and take the time to do it. God is trustworthy. Hebrews 13, 8 from the Amplified says, Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today and forever. He never changes, unlike us humans. We change every second of the day. And then we'll tell you, no, I didn't change. Yes, you did. You said this a minute ago and now. Yes, you did. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, okay. (laughs) He never changes his mind about his love for us and his good plans for us. He has a plan for you and me. Right where you are, right where you're at today. He meets us where we are. He meets you where you are. He is consistent and his love is constant. Never changes. Even when you don't feel like you're loved, he loves you. Even when you've done the dirtiest of dirt, he loves you. Even when you're plotting to do the dirtiest of dirt, he still loves you. He said, nothing can stop me from ever loving you. Nothing, no way, no how. You can depend on him. You can trust him when you can't trust anybody else. When everybody else fails, but you really don't need everybody else. You just need him. He can be trusted no matter what. And he said he'll never leave us or walk away from us. I know there have been most times in my life he should have left me a long time ago and just left me to my own devices. But God. But he didn't. Same for you. Point number seven. Look at here. Now, I'm almost done, y'all. I know y'all looking like, well, she here up and get through where we can go. I'm almost done. Point number seven. I thank God for him being our healer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because there are many a times I should have been dead, buried in my grave. I don't care if you limping right now. I don't care if you don't have all your fingers, all your toes, you might not have. Whatever you don't have, he's still your healer. Your body might not be whole, but you're here, so it might be partially whole. That's better not being whole at all. He's healer, according to Isaiah 53, 4 through 5, or 4 through 6, I believe. 
But this is one, this is what I want to just share with you and how good and how supernatural and magnificent and indescribable and undeniable God is. We know that he died on the cross and took away our sickness and diseases. But do you know that he has provided healing for us through the sun? The S-U-N. How many of you knew that? Did you know that vitamin D comes from the sun? Think about that provision. Think about how supernatural that is. Vitamin D is essential to our immune system. Vitamin D is essential to our bone structure. Vitamin D helps prevent cancer through the sun. Studies say if you go out, if you would aim for 10 to 30 minutes of midday sunlight several times a week, it would boost your immune system. Think about that, y'all. The sun, healing in the sun. It says when the UV rays come from the sun, it's like it soaks into our skin and produces vitamin D. And I, I, when I think of that soaking in, I think, you know, how sometimes you get a little bug on your arm or something, and they're crawling up and down. That's what I believe that vitamin D is doing, just crawling up and down through our skin, through our body. So next time you got a cold or you feel your immune system weak, the, they, the world tells us, and don't get me wrong, follow your doctor's orders. Go out and get you some sun. Walk in the sun to get that vitamin D that God... That's what I'm saying. God provides everything we will ever need. He's already done it. It's complete. It's a wrap. Do we believe it? Do we understand it? Do we receive it? Do we act on it? What are we doing? I had to talk to myself like that. What the world are you doing, Diane? What you doing, Diane? You wasting all this time for nothing that means nothing. Going out to eat, shopping, watching TV, on social media, on the phone. I'm talking to me, I'm not talking to y'all, just to me. This is just for me. And we could be living a supernatural, indescribable life. We could be living a thankful life. Our lifestyles could be representative of us being thankful and grateful and cultivating the attitude of gratefulness. So I'm telling myself, Diane, when will you begin to do what you're supposed to do? Not for y'all, just for me. He's provided us a good life, which brings us to point number eight. When life is going well, I am thankful. Psalms 8.1 from the AMP, and it says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic and glorious and excellent is your name in all the earth. You have displayed your splendor above the heavens. You know, we love the good times in our life, don't we? But did you know it's the good times when we stray away and ease off of God? When everything going good, when the money going good, 
the kids doing good, you doing good, the wife doing good, loved ones doing good, everybody doing good, then guess what we do? We pull back. How quickly we forget. Thank you, Gwen. We don't run at his feet as much when it's going good. We barely pray. Again, I'm talking to me, not to none of y'all. Because I know what Diane does. That's the time. You know when it's going well, you should be running to him more and more and more. Sitting at his feet, hearing from him. Keeping that protection. Making, keeping him the center of your life. Don't neglect or forget God. We are to depend on him continually and always be aware of his presence. Always, all times, all things. We have been so blessed. We have been truly, truly blessed. Our lifestyle should be one of thankfulness. Our lifestyle should reflect being thankful, being grateful, the love of God, the peace of God, the wisdom of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God, the righteousness of God, the sacrifice that Jesus made. Will we make that shift today? Will we begin to make that shift and just follow his word? That's all we have to do. He loves us. He loved us when we didn't follow his word. And yet he still loves us today. Can we begin to do that? We call ourselves Christians Christ-like. Can we begin to do that today? And be thankful every day. So in closing, let me, let me get done. When we ma- maintain an attitude of thanksgiveness at all times, both in the happy and difficult seasons, our lives will, f- will feel purposeful and fulfilling. But most importantly, God will be glorified. Yes. He gets all the glory, honor, and praise yes. for everything. Yes. Let your daily lifestyle reflect your thankfulness. There is not a moment in our life that God has not been good. You can't name a moment that he has not been good. Always remember the goodness of God and always give and live a lifestyle of thankfulness. Amen? Amen. Now, we were given a um, challenge for the last couple weeks. And I'm just going to reiterate that challenge. And I'm going to ask you, this will be your weekly challenge beginning today, every single day. Pastor gave four or five things, and I just want to reiterate those. If you have not done so, begin to do so. Number one, be grateful. Thank God every day. 
like the young people say, er day. Do they even say that anymore? Okay, Joel said they don't say that anymore. I take that back. Thank God. Be grateful and thank God every day. Worship him every day. Give to God by giving to those less fortunate. That's what we did last week, and that's going to become a lifestyle here at Linked Up Church. Have a lifestyle of daily prayer. Serve him. And let your thanksgiving be your thanks living. Amen. Amen. I hope you got something out of that today. Now, there might be some of you in here that have said, I don't know about all that. I don't have nothing to be thankful for. Nothing is going right in my life. He left me. She left me. They abandoned me. They talk about me. They bully me at school. But you're still here. You are still here. God loves you. And he wants you to have a thankful life. And he wants you to live the life he's called you to. Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer. And his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we want to invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that He died, rose from the grave, and He is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth, what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name, praise God. We are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations. We are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit us at linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, view past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text Get Connected to 94000. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week, and we look forward to connecting with you.